Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Hal Burns Truck and Equipment. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Now, here's your host, David Swope. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. That means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I'm your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Whether it has two wheels or four, asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about it. It's New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports-related activities with a full hour here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. I tell you guys, man, everything is just moving so fast right now. Uh, football, soccer, I mean, just all kinds of stuff. Can't wait. Uh, big matchup uh, going on later today. How, how are you going to be able to keep yourself busy, Dan, um, and not distracted with this big matchup tonight? It is all I've been thinking about. <laughs> i got to tell you that uh, any time that Tennessee has to go into the swamp down there in Florida, yep. I get nervous. You know, that's historically not great success down there, but uh, if Tennessee can play like we all know they can, they should come away with the win. But I'm nervous as I'll get out. All right, well... Uh, so I guess you have a little bit of church tonight before tomorrow. So you have to see how that goes. Yeah, I got a, a little girl's birthday party. <laughs> so uh, I'll be the creepy guy in the back watching football. Oh, and and so young and already creepy. That, that's fantastic. Uh, speaking of creepy, um, RJ, not you, RJ, but the Raiders are leading the West. Y- yes, yes. Uh, some some fun scenarios are happening so far week one in the NFL season. Fun for you. F- fun for that situation, <laughs> but, I mean, the Chiefs have nothing to worry about because, remember, also oh, the yeah. Bengals and Bills, their two, like, highest competition lost as well. So, it, it just, even when it goes bad for Chiefs, it's not too bad. Guess what? They're They're going to be fine. Also, they're going to get their best defensive and offensive player back. Yeah, I think they'll do just fine. How's, how's things been going on Sunday morning uh, with your... Uh, it was it inside the lines, between outside the, the lines. lines, between the lines. See, I, I got all of them outside, inside. But you were talking about between. Yeah, how's right, things, right how's things been mid- going? Everything's doing good. It's going to be so much easier once the games are starting. So right. last week was the first time for that. And uh, yeah, it's me, Sam Hauser, and Scott Galetti. Uh, we're all there on a sun on Sunday from nine to eleven here on ESPN Radio. And can't ask for a better situation. It's guys talking about uh, football on Sunday. So if that's if that's what you're here for. We are there tomorrow from nine to eleven. Awesome. Well, let's uh, let's jump on the Law Tigers event calendars. Looks like uh, we got a bunch of car shows going on. We got some first annual, second annual, fourth annual, seventeenth annual. What do we got going on, man? Yeah, and also a thirty ninth. We'll get to Woo! that in just a moment. Awesome. So there's a good amount, a good array of awesome car shows. That of course that's what we look for here in New Mexico. There's always a good situation no matter where you are it seems like also where you can find one but this one we're going to start off with the 16th annual this is going to be the santa rosa car show it's the bozo and the crew fun run so what it is it's a kind of a two-day event that started yesterday and it's an amazing time we're going to have live music and djs there's going to be uh tool like cash prizes there's going to be door prizes there's toolbox like specialty ones that they give out cool and just seems like a fun event that's going to go on from 10 to 3 it's going to be at park lake out in santa rosa and i mean they're doing these cool things where it's pretty much it, you get t-shirt and goodie bags and just a lot of awesome cars and i just i gotta learn more about bozo and the crew yeah i, I gotta feel like what's the reason for that but it's that santa rosa car show go out support awesome time for sure 
Absolutely. Uh, got some stuff going on uh, in town here. Horizon Academy West Car Show. Yeah, so this is a, an inaugural, a first annual show okay. that they have going on. It's at the Horizon Academy West Car Show. So pretty much what this is going to be, it's a... There are limited spots, so that's one thing. It's kind of a thing where people want to come for sure, but it is going to be at the the Horizon Academy West Chapter School that they have it. It's a show and shine. It's a fundraiser event to raise money for the school. The awards will be given out. There's going to be live DJ, food trucks, raffles, all the fun stuff going out there, but all vehicles are welcome. So you're going to see a fun array out here. I mean, that's what's special about New Mexico, especially with our car scene, and it's going to be from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. So if you're in the area, go out there to uh, the Horizon Academy West Chapter School. Well, and I noticed you got a uh, a full custom lowrider car show Going on in Española. Sure. That ought to be a big show today. Sure do. It's at the OK Casino out there. Spread the word as everyone that they're talking about. But it's going to be a fun event that they have going on today where the gates open at noon. It's an indoor and outdoor event. Ooh. So it's going to be, you know, some cool arrays that you can see. Maybe some of the custom classics inside. Some of the, you know, ones that actually sh- some uh some shows where you actually see the lowriders do their thing outside. Nice. It's going to be a fun thing with live entertainment, vendors. Uh, it's fun for the kids. It's everything to go out to. And they have kind of a pretty cool array of like a youth performances as well, where they have a schedule out for that as well. But it's going to go from 12 to, they say around 4 o'clock, but I mean, lowriders, they tend to hang out there and yeah. kind of show off. So there's a lot of show to go to. Go out to the OK Casino down at Española. That's fantastic. Uh, so, I mean, Bernalillo, what's going on down there? Bernalillo, I believe that's what we're talking about, is the uh, Sandoval County. It's their second yep. annual car show and a market that they have going on. So the market's going on as we speak from 8 a.m. to 2. There's a car show that's going to be from 10 to 2. And a lot of great trophies, of course, food trucks, vendors, and music. But they pretty much, uh, it's a flea market. There's going to be a vendor booth. It's free to the public to enter that. And then uh, there's trophies for best in show, people choice, top car, uh, the club general get a get a trophy as well for the guess most club attendees. Seems like an awesome time if you're down in the Bernalillo area, and just go out and support. It's a great time to go out see some amazing cars right before the weather's slowly turning on us. <laughs> so guess what? You gotta enjoy cars while you can. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just messing with us. I think we'll probably get back to getting hot. Uh, Pawake. We get to run up to Pawaki for an event. Sure do. Yeah, so this one's going to be, it's the 6th Annual Recovery Event. It's to celebrate a culture of healing. And this is going to be at the Pawaki. It's a cultural center that they have. It's from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. But they're going to have a music, this kids' corner, free food, photo booths, cultural activities, information booths where people want to learn more about what they do. And, I mean... A bunch of great cars, but on the front, you're going to see this awesome motorcycle. Big choppers are around the the, the Pajorquez area. So please go out, have a good time, and have a fun time supporting a great cause. Well, here's a couple you could double up on. you got um, one going on in Aztec um, and then Farmington tomorrow. So uh, uh, what's going on uh, today in Aztec? So Aztec, yes, yes, is going to be... I'm finding it as we speak. So Aztec is going to be an antique and classic truck show. 
that they have. This is going to be the American Truck Historical Society. Oh, and cool. And they're going to have a fun event. This is pretty much a full day show from 8 a.m. to 4, so going on as we speak. Still always go out, and you can always come when you want to support. But there's food vendors. It's going to be a two, it's going to be a cool day event. But you see some of these classics, some you know outdoor, uh, ex, you know four by fours to classic trucks to big rigs and a lot nice. of cool stuff that you can see. It's at the the parade downtown is going to be part of it as well. So if you're in the Aztec area, some cool trucks are what you want to see. That's fantastic. And so 39th annual Four Corners Old Car Collectors Collector Car Weekend in yeah. Farmington. Yes, yes, everything from a cruise-in that they did yesterday, there's a swap meet going on today, dinner and a dance going on at the Farmington Elks Club. It's a full weekend event that they have going on. The car show is going on from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., epic live music, food, concessions, all the fun stuff for you to go see. If you're in the Farmington area, this is a great show to go to. A lot of great uh, vendors, people out there. Go and support. And, of course, uh, mark your calendars for the SOCOP coming uh, from the New Mexico Council of Car Clubs um, Sunday, uh, September 24th. Spooktacular. It's not too early to be talking about that. Uh, that is Saturday, October 28th. Uh, we're going to have that over at Hooters. Um, going to be a big show. Sounds like uh, it's going to get bigger and better. As a matter of fact, um, if you're on uh, Facebook, RJ's uh, showing you the information on that. But the the latest edition of the New Mexico Motorsports Report is uh, everywhere. As a matter of fact, um, RJ said you had some up in Santa Fe um, yesterday, um, and uh, definitely want to pick that up. Um, and uh, there's an article in there from Reggie Tibbetts talking about um, car shows, talking about you know chrome and paint and uh, how to uh, how to win a car show and how the judging typically goes. So it's a pretty cool article. We want to thank uh, uh, Reggie for doing that. Shout out to him. And, of course, uh, couldn't be a car show without uh, Steve's Cruising with the Oldies. Uh, he'll be spinning uh, the music there, and a lot of neat things we'll be talking about over the next month as we head into that. But on the other side, we're actually going out to Bristol, Tennessee. Uh, we're going to talk with Bob Pockris with Fox Sports here on the New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hey Albuquerque, this is Brian Erlacher. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Hi, this is Justin Allgaier. You're listening to ESPN Albuquerque 1017 The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment. Here's David. All right, had a liner there from uh, Justin Algar getting it done last night um, in the Xfinity Series, punching his ticket to the uh, next round. Of course, a lot of excitement going on there with... Uh, Dale Jr. being in the house and leading several laps. Uh, very exciting. Joining us now is uh, Bob Pockers of Fox Sports. How are you doing this morning, Bob? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Has Has everybody calmed down yet? I mean, with with uh, Dale Jr. being in the race and leading the race, it must have been a pandemonium out there. <laughs> Our fans are certainly excited. Uh, you know, they... Um... They hadn't gone to see him in a race in about a year as far as in the Xfinity series and to see him out there and leading laps, uh, was, uh, was fun to see. Didn't like the way it ended, but, uh, you know, he was, he was, uh, pretty excited at least about how he ran. Yeah, it was pretty amazing to see, uh, 
uh, the shots on TV about the uh, the fire and, and getting to his rank around his feet and his ankle and uh, getting out of the car. Glad he was okay, but hey, he still got to ride to a winner's circle uh, with Justin Allgaier getting the win. Um, what are your thoughts on, I mean, the battle that we got brewing for a championship in the Xfinity Series? Well, you got, it's typical to mix a veteran like, uh, like Justin Allgaier and, you know, kind of up and coming drivers and, uh, John Hunter Nemechek, Austin Hill, uh, you know, I think those, the, those three, uh, then you've got young drivers, you know, even younger drivers trying to improve themselves even more, such as, you know, Sam Mayer. Yes. Absolutely. Is, uh, kind of, kind of bad. We lost, uh, three, uh, JR Motorsports cars all in one wreck but let's talk about tonight's race a lot of excitement uh building up of course an elimination race um uh martin truex uh potentially the first pass champion uh, to be eliminated in the first round i mean how much pressure uh do you got going into this race on martin truex um i mean some i think he's if he you know he's starting fifth if he runs there all night he should be in uh, pretty good shape. He, he might need some one of somebody to have a problem, but I think as you saw last year in this race, there are plenty of drivers who had problems. So yes. uh, if, if nobody has problems, it, it could be a little tough. But I think if he runs well, I, he doesn't need to win. He just needs to gain seven points on Harvick or you know, within 12, 13 points of several drivers. You know, he he can make it in. Uh, you know, so I still feel like he probably feels he can control his own destiny if things go okay for him. But he obviously can't be the one to have the problems. Absolutely. I mean, just speaking of two other um, champions that that are on the edge that could be eliminated, uh, Joey Logano and Kevin Harvick. I mean, much more likely um, for Harvick uh, than Logano. Um, I mean, should. Should they just try and have have a clean race? I mean, what what should be their ultimate goal in this race? <laughs> well, it's going to be pretty hard for Kevin Harvick starting twenty first and Joey Logano starting twenty eighth to have a clean race. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. You just don't have it. You don't have a clean race when you're starting outside the tenth row, and and so if I'm them, I'm I'm probably a little bit concerned. Uh, it's it's going to be, you know, it could be tough to pass, especially early, and you know they're. They're going to be the ones who are going to have to potentially. They're they're going to be ones who, after the stages, will know kind of what they need to do, right. and they'll either have to kind of muscle their way through or strategize their way through if they want to advance. So the the strong teams up on top. You've already got Larson um, and Reddick with wins. Uh, Hamlin leading the points there. Um, Hamlin, I mean, he's been here so many times, so close, um, getting the new contract. Um, having his team and really seeing uh, how well they've been doing. Um, is this the opportunity? Is this the time where we could actually see Hamlin win a championship? Well, yeah, but there's been five or six other times. <laughs> you say that, too. So, yeah. yes, this is a time. Uh, he obviously... You know, kind of, he obviously knows what he's doing. They, they've been strong week in and week out here in the playoffs. And you know, uh, it, I, I feel like he'll do every they'll, he'll do everything he can, and there'll be a, a factor, you know. And then whether cautions and things kind of fall where they may at, at Phoenix, probably could determine whether he wins the title or not. Oh, ab- absolutely, uh, Kyle Busch, um, uh, really up and down season, but definitely 
um, has exceeded all expectations. Um, a, a track that he's successful at with uh, with Bristol. Um, what's it going to take for Kyle Busch to get on a run um, and win himself another championship? <laughs> More consistency, <laughs> uh, you know. And uh, look, you got to remember, it's been thirty years, nearly nearly thirty years since Richard Childress Racing won a won a Cup championship. Yep. So they haven't had anybody in the final and the championship four since Newman in the first year. Or, or yeah, I want to say he he was there. I, I get confused, yep. but um, but it, uh, you know so. That they need, you know, the, that might be another year or two just for that organization to get that experience uh, to be there. Yeah. What other storylines are, are you working on for this weekend? I, I just, you know, you talk about the elimination. You talk about Martin Truex Jr. And if he does get eliminated, you know, everybody kind of knew that was a possibility. But I still think when you see the shock, if it happens, you know, is there going to be chatter of, you know, should the regular season champion get even more of a buffer of some sort, uh, or is this what the, is this the way you want? Because number one seeds often can get eliminated in the first round of, of various uh, other sporting uh, kind of postseason. So I think that's going to be a big uh, a big talking point. And then again, last year there were tire issues, there were suspension issues. You haven't raced here since a year ago, as far as on the Bristol concrete. So. Are those issues corrected? Uh, I think people feel good about the steering. Still some questions on the tires, and you just won't know until you get into the race. Absolutely. Uh, Brad Kozlowski, I think, is is probably one of the other fantastic stories. Um, yet doesn't have that victory yet, but um, showing the, uh, the pride in the ownership of the team um, and basically making sure that uh, Chris Buescher's had uh, everything. Are we going to potentially see a one-two finish with Kozlowski coming uh, coming out <laughs> on top here anytime soon? Uh, I mean, it's certainly possible. Uh, you know, I think it. Uh, you know, Brad has, Brad has ain't saying it. That's the way the one-two <laughs> finish would be. Yes, but uh, he's uh, look. You know, you it's just kind of the way racing goes. I think the thing is, he's uh, he, he figures if he keeps knocking on the door, he'll get that win sooner than later. Well, and I, I agree with that. Hey, Bob, know you're super busy. I thank you so much for coming on this morning, and uh, um, have a good race today. All right, thanks, Dave. All right, that's Bob Pockris with uh, Fox Sports. You can check it out. Uh, the race is tonight, the Bass Pro Shop night race um, at Bristol Motor Speedway. Um, definitely been there myself uh, for the night race. Uh, it's one of the best, um, and... Uh, Sorry, I guess it's on the same time as uh, as Tennessee, Florida. So I, I don't know what you're going to do. Um, and that that's actually a, a fan base that probably is a little bit divided for that race. Um, so anyway, we'll we'll either way, Tennessee's going to come out on top, right? Either either Bristol is going to continue to be the great track it is, and Tennessee's going to get it done on the football field. Yeah, there'll be some hillbillies in East Tennessee raising a ruckus either way. And you know what is okay? You're the one that said that, not me. <laughs> so yeah, I'm one of you. If you're listening and you're a hillbilly in East Tennessee, <laughs> I'm one of you. There you go. All right. Well, we got a whole lot more coming up on the other side. We're going to be talking some uh, some two wheels. We're going to be talking um, about this new uh, Super Motocross Race Series, uh, as well as uh, how you can get involved local racing with Weeby Racing. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. 
This is Kyle Larson, driving the number 5 DL1 Camaro for Hendrick Motorsports. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. This is Al Unser, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Schultz of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 1017, The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment. Here's David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. And so many cool things going on. I mean, of course, in the two-wheel world, a lot of great things been going on out at Moriarty MX. But also, uh, we've got joining us is with Weeby Racing uh, is MJ Dotson. How are you doing this morning, man? Hey, good morning. Pretty good. Glad sorry to be here. Sorry about getting you up so early. <laughs> Part of the gig. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I was going to say, that's one of those things most people don't know is, uh, regardless of what form of motorsports you're in, you got to get up early. Yeah, you if do. If things start at 9, you've probably been up since 5. Yep, yep. Whether it's prepping, whether you're a promoter, a racer, part of the right. crew, you're prepping, you're getting stuff ready. Yeah, you're you're up and at it early. How's things been going with Weeby? Weeby been really, it has been really good, really strong, uh, having a lot of fun with it, enjoying it, um, a lot of support. Uh, it's been rolling really good. We're already working on next year's schedule, and yeah, just trucking along. Excellent. Well, what's neat is you, you guys travel a little bit um, to some different tracks. Um, is the season over? You got another race coming up? Uh, we got another race coming up uh, next week in Dolores, Colorado on the 22nd, 23rd, I believe, or 23rd, 24th. So, And then after that, we've got Aztec. Right before Halloween, and then our season will be over. So yeah, we still got a couple races left. So for those that don't know, um, we'd be racing is is more kind of like a trail racing and getting out and and actually racing on the terrain. Uh, would you do a better job of describing it than I just did? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, you pretty much hit it. It's uh, getting out, and we get uh, some established trails, and we set out a anywhere from seven to twelve mile course. And you race for about two hours on it, and as many laps as you can do for that two hours, uh, you, you go out and you rip it around. Well, so I'm I'm looking in the uh, the last month's magazine um, article that that you guys did. We're at Bull Hollow Raceway in Monticello, Utah, and I'm telling you the the pictures, uh, the, it's beautiful. I mean, you know, when you look at the 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 scenic and all those great shots. I mean, getting out there and and uh, I mean, how can you not smile? Right, when right. You're out doing that <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we've got some great photographers too. Uh, yep. C2 Productions that helps helps us with that and. Obviously, these locations, it's, uh, I think we've got some of the best locations, like you were just saying. We've got a yep. nice mountain in the background, and there's a bunch of scrub oak, and uh, there's a motocross track in there, and like you said in that one, you can see some great pictures. A dude busting out a heel clicker, kind of an old-school motocross move in off-road right. racing. So, yeah, beautiful locations. This next one in Dolores is going to just be just as gorgeous as all of them. Well, and you've also got a shot in there, 50cc um, class. I mean, talk about the... Uh, the young guns, the the, the the future the future superstars in the sport. Definitely the the Jason Andersons, right? Local yep. boys like starting to starting to get their feet wet and get up. Uh, we just love the kids. They show out in force, and we try to show out in force with them, uh, giving them a really great chance of getting used to racing, understanding how it goes, um, doing the starts. Our eighty five open does a dead engine start, mm. like our big classes, and uh, yeah, they just love it. They get out. 
their courses are usually about a mile to two. Just kind of depends on the layout. Um, cool. And they go for about 20 or 30 minutes. And they, they have a ball, and we have a ball. I talk with them on the line about the race coming up and about everything going on. So, yeah, we love the kids, and they're, they're, they're a big part of it. How do people connect with Weeby? So the best way is go to our website. It's uh, com, and then you can email us, get on a newsletter, and, and see what we've got going right there. That's that's fantastic. You mentioned Jason Anderson, um, and uh, injury kind of you know affected him earlier this season. Yep. Some of those injuries, and and I know you were a racer yourself. <laughs> um, I, I mean, some of those injuries uh, n- never completely go away. Uh, yeah, they never completely go away. I've got a heel that still bothers me, and um, it seems like some of these pros. They'll even race through injury, and then in the off season, kind of take care of it and rehab it and get ready for the next season. What do you think of these uh, Lawrence boys? I mean, Jet and Hunter. Gee. Yeah, they're bringing the dominated. Heat. Yeah, from Australia, these dudes yeah. are getting after it. I don't, I don't know though. You know, you've got uh, Hunter who went undefeated in the National Outdoor Series racing motocross outdoors, right. and then he came into the Super Motocross Finals, the playoffs. Um, I believe is what they're calling them. Yep. And uh, he he didn't do too hot. He because uh, it's the so the super motocross is this mix of they're trying to mix supercross and motocross and bring them together right um, for a playoff really to kind of decide who is the ultimate champion yeah, the of king of kings yes the king of kings <laughs> the the big dog up top yeah uh, to see who's the best at racing and he uh, he faltered a little excuse me just a little bit um, we had uh, we had Sexton win it and then uh, Ferrandis and Roxon. Anderson had a, a couple of scary moments, moments mm. if I remember right, but uh, he almost went off the bike on one of those jumps, but he saved it and salvaged and trucked through it. Um, so, yeah, it's an interesting series to follow. But, yeah, the Hunter, Hunter brothers are, are not doing too, too hot. They'll rebound. They're racers. They know what it's like, and they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll bring it back and get after it. So, um, I mean, there, it says it's 31 rounds. It sounds like they're doing uh, multiple races a weekend because uh, I was trying to figure out, that's a long season, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, how in the world do they think they're going to get that together? Um, even though I, I do love the idea of you know a king, a king of kings, yep. you know, an ultimate champ. Uh, but what about recovery? I mean, you know, spending some time in the off season getting that body back. Yeah, uh, the interesting thing that that when they proposed it or when they just brought it out for this season yep. is you've got about 17 or 18 rounds in Supercross, and there are some riders that only race Supercross. Um, they've negotiated that deal with sponsors, and okay. then you have the motocross, which is the outdoors, and that's another 17 or 18 rounds, right. um, or it might have been 12 this year, or 15. Yep. And then at the end, you kind of bring them together. Uh, so again, there were some people that didn't do motocross, and there's some people that didn't do supercross. Yeah. Uh, you had to qualify for points and so on like that, and then they bring it all together ah. at the end. So yeah, you had some some riders like Roxon. He did just supercross with Suzuki, yeah. with the, the progressive uh, HEP team, I believe. Um, and then you had Anderson doing them all. So, uh, Lawrence did them all, but then you had Tomac, right? Crashed or injured himself at Supercross. He's, he's says he's going to come back next year. So we'll see how it all plays out for everybody. Yeah. I, I, I hope, I hope he does. I mean, (laughs) uh, what a heck of a writer and also regional for us. I mean, uh, I'm, I I don't know. I think that both Colorado and New Mexico have adopted him and is like right, right in between. (laughs) Right. So, so we're, we're, we're fighting for that. Um, but, uh, what does it mean to the the young riders out there to actually see somebody from their home state or even home track, if you will, um, at at giving them the feeling that they can make it? Yeah, it's it's big. It, it's huge to see that. Um, and 
both Anderson and Tomek, uh, like you said, Tomek kind of being an abdu- abdu- uh, adopted person. Uh, we, we can abduct right. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, either or, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heck, we're trying to get him out at one of our races. But uh, yeah. it's huge, and they're great with the fans. They understand that uh, those little guys, man, that's the future coming up, and they're, yeah. uh, they're a role model for them. Uh, even at our, our, our local, at the Weeby races, um, the pros interact, and in fact, we're putting on, the pros came to me and want to put on a pro clinic for the little guys. So, awesome. Yeah, it's so cool to see that in, in all forms of racing. You know, you've got the top guys out there just really giving back all the time to the little guys and, and giving them points and, and stuff like that. And yeah, a, a kid can uh, watch a, a pro rise through the ranks and, and, and have that dream himself and make it a reality. That's fantastic. And and I, of course, you know it's it's not hard to. I mean, you cruise over to Bobby J's, right? I mean, yep. you know Keith over there, and and I mean, the longest continuing um, operating Yamaha dealership yep. in in the country, um, and and see see those guys. And it, it's amazing to me that um, even even with as much involvement they have, that story sometimes doesn't translate. You know, it's like, hey, they don't just sell it; they write it. They're out there. Um, and they're big believers in the product. Oh, definitely, yeah. And and that that is the funny thing is sometimes there's so much going on, or in the dealership there's so much. And right. Yeah, three generations, I believe, longest running Yamaha dealership in the nation. And yeah, the, the story didn't always translate. But Keith himself, the entire family, really, uh, yep. dirt bike racing a lot. Um, and I know even in their shop guys and their sales guys, they've got street bikers. So yep. it, yeah, it's so cool to to go over there. It's very welcoming, very friendly. They're one of our sponsors. They help out a ton. Um, yeah, Bobby J's is, is a great place here in town. Yeah, and and so I, the next magazine that's coming out um, actually has got a UTV on the cover, um, and uh, Cowboy Cerrone and him really also bringing um, his notoriety to the sport. Um, a lot more people. What, what what's the feeling? I mean, is there any you know between the two wheels and the four wheels? Is there any antagonism <laughs> going on or anything with that? Uh, sometimes there is. You know, it's uh, <laughs> e- even myself. Sometimes we'll ride out at the end of Southern and and they're they're on our single track. But I mean, it, it's all relative. I know Frank, yeah. right? He at uh, yeah. with RZRville and Drew, right? Without De- Outlaw Desert Racing, it's a big motorsport community in the yeah. off road. We give each other uh, grief sometimes. Sure, yeah, it, it's good otherwise, and everybody's pretty welcoming. You see somebody hurt or down or doing whatever, always help out. Yes, help out the newbies. Sometimes you'll see them stuck and <laughs> whatnot. So we'll help each other out. Well, and I mean, all of a sudden, you know, you go buy yourself a two fifty, and you know, and you think you're a superstar, right? You go <laughs> right. off your first jump and 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 you cave it, you know. Yep. So I mean, I think that that's one thing that's that's really good is like, hey, you know, now you got all the power because uh, you know, I've had Frank on the show and he talks yep. about you know people go in all of a sudden, you know, they got a ninety, hundred twenty five horsepower. Yeah. Um, in those things, they you know weigh about fifteen hundred pounds, yep. and all of a sudden you know they're they're flying off a of stuck and they're stuck. Yep. You know, yep, yep. so you know it goes back to the you know things that, that never ride alone. You know, yep. all of these things that we were taught you know like eons ago. Yeah. And um and people still do stupid stuff. They do, you know, and it, it's a lot about um community education, so on stuff like that. Whether it's like Weeby and New Mexico Race Collective working together and trying to put on stuff. You've got, you know, even like Aztec, Morardi, Thule, and some others put on a state series. It's, it's about that, and it's it's cool to see somebody of Cerrone's, like you said, stature and notoriety yeah. coming into it, and it might bring in whether it's outside sponsors, outside recognition, whatever it right. is, and and uh, bringing in some awareness, some uh, cool stuff, and again, goes back to kind of education right. and, and helping people understand that hey, these are fun, they're great to do. Um, but you're not invincible. You're not 20 years old. And you're not invincible out there yeah. anymore. So slow down, understand the machine, understand the area. 
Well, I understand that um, Cerrone has a track on his property. Yeah, I've heard that. That would be pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you think about the facility to uh, to go up there and um and and be able to uh, have a safe environment where you're like minded people yeah. um uh, together. But I think that one of the things I've always said that one of the the, the easiest ways to get into motorsports um at any level um is to start on on, on a bike is yes. to start. Um, you know, via motocross, and you can get into whatever you want, whether it's you know desert racing, yep. trail racing, or um, even I mean, they used to have the TTs. I mean, yep. are they are they still doing that? I don't hear much about that. Uh, our region is so desert that everything's desert okay. racing and off road here. But uh, back okay. east Tennessee, right? You have GNCC yep. sprint enduros. There's there's TTs and old school enduros with time sections and stuff like that. And yeah, right. like you just said, that is the I'd say that's the number one way is even just show up at a racetrack. Yeah. If you don't have something and there's so many people that are welcoming people selling their bikes, you know, a lot of times, yeah. uh, sometimes people are doing swap meets, you can get gear and all kinds of stuff. And of course, like with the little ones, always welcoming. And a lot of times the kids have their own track and their own setup. So yeah, it's, it's a great family environment and, and experience. Did you ever get into skiing? I, I'm, I'm going to go work for Dragon. Yeah, okay. yeah. So do, do you remember the ski swap? Yes, yes, yeah. See, now why can we do something like that with bikes? Uh, I agree. Well, yeah. hey, maybe I'll maybe I'll head that up. I'll start talking. To yeah, everybody. I mean, yeah. I think that you know maybe that could be something that all the groups could do together because yeah. you know whether wherever you take that bike, yep. I mean, a bike um, on a trail is better than. Um, a bike in the garage, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get out and ride it. I mean, I'm guilty of that myself, not not riding all the time. But yeah, that's a great idea. You know, maybe we can get with the dealers and, and stuff like that and start a uh, off-road uh, swap. Uh, heck, even bring in side-by-sides with the two wheels. Well, heck yeah. <laughs> we'll, oh, we'll, we'll include everybody well, yeah, in on we'll, that. We'll, just <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let them uh, let them on in. Um, uh, but hey, I really appreciate it. Yeah, let's give a shout out again. Um, where can where can people get information about Weeby Racing? Yep. So on our website, we've got everything there. It's WeebyRacing.com. You can go. You can look at results, pictures, uh, all kinds of information up there, and that's the best place to reach us. Send us a message. Even just say hello. Awesome, MJ. Thank you so much, and uh, good luck at your next event. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right. On the other side, we're actually going to go out to New Hampshire. I'll kind of I'll kind of let you wonder why we're going to New Hampshire um, in the next segment, but. Uh, we will be doing that. All right, you've been listening to the Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Logano is a two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Joey Logano, driver of number 22, Shell Penzo Ford, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Slope on ESPN Radio Albuquerque 101.7, the team. Hi, this is Martin Truex Jr. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN, Albuquerque 101.7, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment. Here's David. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team, and... uh, we're going to do some, uh, uh, some quick uh, uh, Law Tiger event calendar events that are going on. Of course, tickets are available um, over at Yearwood Performance for All Out Call Out 2 uh, coming up next weekend. Tickets are going fast. You want to make sure that you go get them. You cannot buy them at the gate. Okay, so just a, another reminder on that. Tonight, Midnight Madness uh, is going on street to strip. Gates open at 10. Uh, got live bands, all kinds of stuff. Uh, first Responders Night down at Vado Speedway. 
the IMCA Championship weekend going on at Aztec this weekend. Sandia Speedway has got a canned food drive. Um, Alien Speedway's got their championship uh, racing going on tonight. Um, and Legacy also has some uh, weekly racing. Now, I, th- I thought they were trying to do some Fridays and stuff. But anyway, uh, Moriarty MX tomorrow, Sunday, fun day. So get yourself ready on the Yucca Point main track and the DKD mini track. Now, we're, we're heading, as I had alluded to, we're now heading out to New Hampshire. Um, why in the world is New Mexico in New Hampshire? Joining us now, Spencer Hill. What are you guys doing in New Hampshire? Hey, it's like kind of bringing back the Where's Spencer segment from a couple years ago. Now, thank you, Dave. Appreciate you having me on this morning. I am standing in the middle of the Magic Mile here at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, and a lot of people would probably assume that this place is pretty dormant, uh, besides in July for the NASCAR Cup Series and NASCAR Xfinity Series races. But honestly, they have a really good local legend program out here, and we are out here with Brendan Ruzbarski and Lonnie Hodgstetler, of course, with Jason Irwin Racing, getting ready for the World Finals for Road Course Legend Cars. That's going to be coming up the first weekend of October. And to get a little bit of practice and some uh, just general lap times over for all of our drivers and, and just kind of get a lay of the land since none of us have been here before, we decided to come up a couple weeks early. Long tow, I think we ended up yeah. making it 34 hours from Albuquerque, New Mexico. So long tow up to come race with the Granite State Legend Car Series. But it's been a blast. It's it's so nice to come to a different part of the country. Myself and Jason have never been up to the Northeast before. So wow. to kind of experience what New York City was all about. Um, and now New Hampshire. New York I City. think we're going to be. I know. it's It's been crazy. It's been a great trip so far. Uh, definitely a cold and damp morning this morning. But yesterday was beautiful. And uh, it hasn't really halted any of the on-track action yet. So cars have still hit the track every time. And it's been a, a great couple days of racing. And we've been learning a lot and building that notebook for a couple weeks. Well, you shot me a photo, uh, uh, a video of you pulling into uh, New Hampshire. And, and I thought you were tricking me because it, it looked a lot like you were pulling into Vegas. I mean, when you, when you went through the tunnel there um, until you got to the other side. I mean, talk about the the, the difference um, in, I mean, true grass versus desert dirt, right? And, and it would just like to be out there in all that humidity. Yeah, it's definitely different. And I think a lot of the reason why you would assume that we were coming through the Las Vegas tunnel is it is both owned by the same Smith family. Of course, Bruton Smith, he was the one that kind of developed the SMI speedways, and, and he has a lot of the same vision. Uh, in fact, legend cars are owned by the same people yep. uh, even to this day. So a lot of it stays in the family, and across all of those racing facilities, one thing uh, stays continuous, and that is that they are all beautiful. One thing that really stuck out to me here at New Hampshire is because it is the granite state, so much of their facility is made out of granite stone. So it is so pretty out here. Uh, between that and the grass is still pretty green right now, they haven't quite hit a cold spell except for this first little sin of a hurricane. Nobody told me I was going to hit a hurricane out here, but <laughs> is that other the than same that, one? Is that the same yeah. one that kept me from Darlington? I, it must be. <laughs> I, I, it's been crazy weather out here, but luckily it seems like it's clearing up, and uh, we're going to be able to get back on track here pretty soon. So uh, for those listeners that aren't familiar with uh, Legend Cars, uh, do a quick description on that. Yeah, so Legend Cars, they are... Really, they're small vehicles. 
Uh, it's a three-cylinder engine. They don't weigh very much at all. It's very similar to uh, people have seen, like, micro sprint, um, even, like, midget. It's kind of that same size, uh, but this is more so the asphalt and road course version and very, very popular on the East Coast. In fact, um, most all NASCAR drivers have at least been in a legend car at some point. And interesting enough, taking third place in the feature that just ran right before this phone call uh, was Kevin Harvick's son, Keelan Harvick, running for uh, Joe Ryan. Wow. So that, that was kind of cool to see him out here starting his career. I mean, this is really where legends are born in the Legend Series. That's that's fantastic. And, of course, there are di- several different ways um, to make it up to the level of NASCAR and actually being able to run at a NASCAR track, a famous NASCAR track, um, uh, in New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Now, i got to ask you, I mean, you were running back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back weekends um, on the uh, in the sprint car. Um, I mean, what's it like to, I mean, now not have to, you know, clean all that dirt off the car? It's different, right? It's different yep. levels of work. And a lot of people ask me, you know, well, what do you like more? What, what's it? What's the difference back and forth? It's very similar. They're, they're just so different, right? I mean, where we're spending time cleaning the sprint car, we're spending probably equal amount of time doing fine-tune adjustments on the legend cars here. We're putting them up on scales, uh, just trying to really fine-tune uh, these cars to make them handle exactly how the driver wants so that they can build speed. Of course, that changes even more so with the road course racing like we're doing this weekend because um, you do take a little bit bigger swings and it's so much more driver. So really, whenever we go road course racing, I think it's most similar to the dirt racing that I'm used to. Interesting. Uh, how, how about tires? I mean, do you, you go through a lot more tires on the asphalt? It's been interesting because we're actually on a new tire with these legends. It's only been around for about uh, a year and a half, I believe. And it's a Hoosier tire. They used to be on Federal, and they've gone to a couple different compounds but this one is pretty hard and it's designed to last because really these legend cars are built for racers on a budget and so the fact that the tire does last you multiple weekends is really good to see and i think that they've done a really good job with that tire um of course we come here and all of a sudden it's raining this morning everybody has rain tires we're from the desert we didn't bring any rain tires so we've been struggling a little bit on that side of it uh but luckily, the reason we're here is for that World Finals coming up in a couple weeks. And the way that they're equaling the playing field there is everybody is going to be on the same tire and they won't make it a rain race just to make it the most fair as possible for drivers from all around the world. Well, that's fantastic. We look forward to uh, seeing the pictures and hearing the stories. Um, and uh, and we wish, uh, we wish the uh, New Mexico team there uh, the best of luck. Kate, thanks for coming on this morning, man. Thank you guys for having me, and happy race day, everybody. I know there's a lot of racing going on today, and I hope everyone can get out to a track. Absolutely. All right, Spencer Hill uh, out in New Hampshire. Um, and we do got some other stuff, I mean, going on. Of course, you've got the uh, uh, the Singapore uh, GP that's going on with uh, Formula One. Um, uh, IndyCar uh, is is all finished up. Um, of course, you uh, Alex Pelot, uh your new winner. NHRA going on this weekend. Um, with the uh, Maple Grove Raceway, uh, the Pep Boys NHRA International, um, and of course uh, tonight you got the Bra- the Bass Pro Shops Night Race at Bristol Motor Speedway um, on uh, on USA. So I mean it's kind of interesting. All you know, all the the different channels and the races are moving around and trying to find them. And 
um, you know, CBS, you know, not being, <laughs> not being on, um, on direct TV. So, you know, Chiefs playing Saturday. I'm like, you know, uh, hopefully I can listen to it here, um, on ESPN radio. I didn't check and see whether, uh, what games we're playing this weekend. Um, we're going to have on the air, but, uh, a lot of, a lot of great things going on. Um, any, any insider bets or anything, uh, that, that you can tell, you can tell us about RJ? I, I mean, I, there's some research I usually do get everything figured out. I just, uh, at the moment, I always just fade the rookie quarterbacks. That's always kind of like my favorite thing to do. Usually the first three weeks of the season, rookie quarterbacks are usually have a winning percentage in like the 20 percentile. They usually always start right. rough and then get rolling. Of course, two rookies are going against each other in the Colts-Texans uh, game, but that just leaves Monday night for the Saints-Panthers, uh, leaving pretty heavy on the Saints. So that's just a little bit of advice I think I'd give out. Should uh, should everybody be, be worried about the Philadelphia Eagles? I mean, they're they're going to take a little bit of stroke. They're going to drop a little bit because of offensive and defensive coordinator change. But talent-wise, they probably have the deepest roster up there with, you know, just like top-tier, like three teams. So Eagles are going to turn around no problem. But there's going to be a lot of good matchups and only week two and got uh, a wonderful 16 more to go after. All right. A whole lot more of that tomorrow on Between the Lines with R.J., uh, Sam Hauser, and Scott Galetti here on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. All right, well, we got a whole new show for you that we're going to do next week, uh, Saturday mornings, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Hal Burns Truck and Equipment here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week where your host David Swope will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene. Whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing are park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. 